Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written published article, Who Was at the Helm? 
from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 32494, the earliest show in the archive, 32494. My interview with Donald Trump from 110-2011. 110-2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Censorship is in the air all over again. Uh, I know something about censorship. I'll remind you again, for historical purposes only, maybe there's ego involved in it. Um, I'm not so proud to tell you this, but I was the first one in the American media banned. That's right, banned. I'm actually still banned from entering the entire British Empire. Banned in Britain, Michael Savage, happened in 2009 for things I allegedly said orchestrated by Democrats on this side of the pond and, of course, picked up by the communists on the British side. It was a huge scandal at the time. And some who consider themselves to be conservative icons today actually cheered my being banned like Mark Levin. You can find the tapes of that slime ball actually celebrating my being banned in Britain. And now he poses as a conservative on Fox News, which leads us to Tucker Carlson. You'll notice he was the only one fired, not Hannity, who is probably one of the most aggressive in the entire world of media, one of the greatest Machiavellian con men in the world, in my opinion, along with his sidekick, the mini-me, Mark Levin. By the way, they both share the same agent. I think you have to understand something here and why I'm telling you this. Levin and Hannity have the same agent, who happens to be David Limbaugh. Does that mean anything to you? Well, figure it out. So now we come to Tucker Carlson. He was fired, but not Hannity and not Levin, because they're very good boys, and they get patted on the head by the Murdochs and do their bidding as controlled opposition. But regardless of why Tucker was removed from Fox, we can all agree that the network has now revealed what it really is. For years, I've cautioned that conservatives should be wary of Fox News. I had my reasons. And now my warnings have been confirmed. Look, I battled against censorship for decades since my first days in radio in 1994. I don't think we should use the neutered phrase cancel culture. Let's call this what it is. Erase, silence, intimidate, eliminate. As George Orwell wrote in his classic book Animal Farm the following, you have to hear it again. Unpopular ideas can be silenced and inconvenient facts kept dark without the need for any official ban. Anyone who has lived long in a foreign country will know of instances of sensational items of news, things which on their own merits would get the big headlines being kept right out of the British press, not because the government intervened, but because of a general tacit agreement 
that it wouldn't do to mention that particular fact. So far as the daily newspapers go, he wrote, this is easy to understand. The British press is extremely centralized and most of it owned by wealthy men who have every motive to be dishonest on certain important topics. But the same kind of veiled censorship also operates in books and periodicals as well as in plays, films, and radio. Remember, he wrote this back in the 30s. At any given moment, there is an orthodoxy, a body of ideas, which it is assumed that all right thinking will accept without question. It is not exactly forbidden to say this, that, or the other, but it is not done to say it, just as in mid-Victorian times, it was not done to mention trousers in the presence of a lady. Anyone who challenges the prevailing orthodoxy finds himself silenced with surprising effectiveness. A genuinely unfashionable opinion is almost never given a fair hearing, either in the popular press or in the highbrow periodicals, end quote, George Orwell, in his classic book, Animal Farm. And now, of course, we witness a constant barrage against anyone and everyone who dares to challenge the Biden gang, the war, or the mainstream narrative about gays, trans, immigrants, homeless bums. Fox has moved closer to the epicenter of the mainstream media. With each passing day, we slip towards complete and total censorship of independent thought. Well, what must we do? Well, we must fight. We must not accept their false attacks. Well, their attacks are real, but their, their attacks upon the reality of opinions that they don't agree with. And we must support those who speak the truth. We must become truth speakers ourselves, just as many courageous parents have been doing at school board meetings. I would say do not be afraid to speak the truth anywhere you are. Do not be intimidated by the radical left. Do not lose your voice. because. If we lose hope and we lose our ability to speak out, our nation will be gone forever. Our nation of freedom. When I was listed on Britain's banned people's list, few came to my defense. In fact, some on the right were quick to defend the radical British left for banning me. That would be Mark Levin. It's on tape. First, they came for me. Did you raise your voice? Many of you did. But those phonies on the right attacked me. They agreed with Britain. Having spent decades battling this new blacklist, I have stood against the attempts to silence me. I'm still working. Perhaps you're a new listener or have been with me since 1994. But I thought that for the sake of history, now is the time to revisit my having been banned from entering Britain. Remember that I'm the only member of the American media who was not permitted to enter Britain. Did you hear what I just said? An entire nation banned me. So take a listen to the response I took to the banning and the fight that ensued afterwards as I took a stand against the tyranny that now threatens all of us. So now looking at the Tucker Carlson thing before we go into my reaction to being banned from Britain from May 5th, 2009, and then my discussing the significance of my new political book banned in Britain on August 11th, 2009, and day two of the British ban controversy, a TV interview and British support for Savage, many supported me. And then my crushing a New York City libtard over my UK banning from 2009. I want to go back to the Tucker Carlson story. It just came out that the so-called producer, Abby Grossberg, her lawyer had to admit that she never even met Tucker in person. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Did you hear this? The ex-producer, Abby Grossberg, who was suing Carlson, 
for bullying, anti-Semitic comments, and sexism, stated through her lawyer that she never actually met Tucker. Tucker. Listen to the twisted mind of her lawyer. Like many on the Tucker Carlson Tonight staff, Abby never met Tucker Carlson in person because he taped the show from his personal studios in Maine and Florida, and he did not visit Fox's New York headquarters during her time there, said one of Grossberg's sick attorneys, Kimberly A. Catala. This is what comes out of a law school today. It felt surreal, and there were a lot of mixed emotions that went through my head. There were feelings at first like, yes. And then also the reality that you don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. But at the same time, Tucker and his executive producer, Justin Wells, who was also fired, really were responsible for breaking me and making my life a living hell. Do you realize this is total slander? Grossberg, who was the head of booking from July of 2022 until she was recently placed on leave in March, alleges that Carlson encouraged a hostile and sexist workplace environment among his employees. Grossberg says she was subjected to bullying, anti-Semitic comments, and sexism by staff while working out of Fox's Manhattan office, Spectator reports. Despite having never met Tucker Carlson, Grossberg, what a name that is, sure is gross, huh? And sure is a berg. Gross Forest told rival network MSNBC, more snotty nonsense by chicks, that, quote, Tucker and his executive producer, Justin Wells, who was also fired, really were responsible for breaking me and making my life a living hell. She sounds like a psychotic who belongs in a mental hospital. She said that he relied upon his producers to convey his tone, his tone. The allegation per Grossberg's attorneys who should be disbarred is that Carlson directed the sexist environment from afar. Are you listening to this? Apparently, the attorneys said that Carlson had staff work as his eyes and ears in the New York office while he worked away in Maine. Do you understand that this is now a thought crime that is now being introduced into the public media and poisoning the psychosis and poisoning the minds of the uh, people reading this stuff? So all these allegations against Carlson are based upon nothing other than a sick lawyer and a sicker producer, in my opinion, who belongs in a mental hospital under serious care around the clock. What does it have to do with being banned in Britain? Everything and nothing. You'll have to decide for yourself. I'm Michael Savage. We're living in very, very dangerous times. I hope you'll share this with several different people. Listen carefully, please. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Some of those banned from entering the country because of fears their views will foster hatred or encourage violence have been released. Dan Shaw is our home affairs correspondent. What may surprise some people is that on the list is a U.S. radio shock doc, radio chat show host Michael Savage. So among those excluded, two leaders of a violent Russian skinhead gang, a former Ku Klux Klan grand wizard and a neo-Nazi, but also a radio talk show host. Isn't that sort of suppressing freedom of speech in a sense? Well, uh, I have to say, this radio talk show host isn't your sort of um, Terry Wogan type character by any means. This is somebody who has fallen into the category of fomenting hatred, uh, of, of such extreme views and expressing them in such a way that it's actually likely to cause intercommunity tension or even violence if that person were allowed into the country. 
Well, I don't know who this pork eater is, but I have a question for her. I hear she's the home secretary of the uh, former England. When has this witch heard my show since it is not syndicated in England? When has this witch listened to my program in England? And which show or shows is this witch referring to? Now, I will say this, that when I awoke this morning in the uh, 7 o'clock range and went down to my computer, I turned on various websites. I go to the Drudge Report because it is the newspaper of today amongst anyone with a brain. You know that and I know that. And uh, it has some great, you know, linkages. I was shocked and I thought I was seeing things when it said that um, Michael Savage banned in England. Said, am I seeing? So the first thought I had was, darn, there goes the summer trip to receive their, uh, their dental care. And then I'm going to have to give up my summer trip where I was going to do a tour of British restaurants for their famous cuisine. But then it dawned on me who they had linked me with. I thought this is a joke or a mistake. They linked me up with Russian skinheads who had murdered 10 people, uh, Islamists who had smashed in the heads of Jewish children with rifle butts, preachers in the UK who called for the destruction and overthrow of the government. How could they put Michael Savage in the same league with mass murderers when I have never avowed violence? Had I avowed violence, I wouldn't be on the radio. I wouldn't have lasted 15 minutes, let alone 15 years. In fact, my opinions are more in keeping with the mainstream of America than you would like to believe. I am closer to the heartland of America than is, let us say, this woman. I want to remind you, though, that the uh, whole point of the First Amendment, which we enjoy in America, and apparently these uh, Brits do not enjoy, is to protect offensive speech, not polite speech. Let me repeat that. The whole point of the First Amendment was to protect offensive speech, not polite speech. And I want to remind you, liberals, whatever happened to your famous sayings from the 60s, I may de uh, disagree with you, but I will fight to the death your right to say it. Now, I suggest that my 8 to 10 million listeners cancel their trips to England immediately and tell your travel agents why. I suggest you stop buying English-made goods. I don't know what they make anymore. But whatever they make, I suggest you don't buy anymore. If they want to play hardball, we'll play hardball. Will they ban my listeners from attending, uh, going to their wonderful, great nation as well? I mean, I've been banned from Britain. I, I hadn't planned on going there. I hadn't been there in over 25 years. And... Uh, when I woke up this morning, I thought, this this can't be true. But the point is, today it's me, tomorrow it's someone else. And my second reaction was that the land of the Magna Carta has now become the land of the Mini Carta. They published 16 of the 22 names of those banned from England since October. But they didn't include six additional names. Right? Now, I'd like to know who it is who put together this list. I'd like to know which six names are not being published. I'd like to know why they have not banned, for example, Kim Jong-il II, who allegedly has starved over a million of his own fellow countrymen to death. Is Kim Jong-il banned from England? What about Chavez, Hugo Chavez? Is he banned from England? He has driven half the Jews out of uh, his nation with his hate talk. Is he banned by Home Secretary Jackie Smith? No, she picked an easy target. She doesn't know my show, obviously, but somebody in America sent her my name, and as a result of this, I'm going to sue her. I don't know if I can win. I don't know the laws of England. I have seven lawyers working on this right now. Britain defamed Michael Savage, putting me in the league with mass murderers because of my opinions. 
for this lunatic, Jackie Smith, the Home Secretary of England, to link me up with skinheads who are killing people in Russia, to put me in league with Hamas murderers who kill Jews on buses, is defamation. Moreover, I've been endangered by this lunatic. She has painted a target on my back, linking me with people who are in prison for killing people. Does she not think this will bring harm to me? And if she does, will she pay for it? We'll find out soon enough what the laws of England protect and don't protect. But even liberals listening to this show should be disturbed at the move by the British government because they wonder, they should wonder, who's next? Today it's me, tomorrow it's you. And I have to say to you that this is, in some ways people are saying, Savage, it's a badge of honor. Savage is a good thing uh, to be on this list. Savage, uh, this is the last gasp of a troubled Labour Party that is out of touch with the voters of England. According to the most recent surveys, Labour and highly unpopular Prime Minister Gordon Brown are expected to be swept from power by Conservatives at the next general election. That's all well and good. But will the Conservatives undo the damage that this lunatic has done? We'll have to wait and see. The Home Office of England said that I was banned because I am engaging in unacceptable behavior. Behavior? How is it behavior for me to publish books? Now, I thought about this, and it could be that my latest book, Psychological Nudity, uh, on the cover of which you see Michael Savage and my 10-pound dog, Teddy, it could be that One-Armed Frank, or Fat Al's Tuna, or Dead Man's Pants, or Woodchuck Bill, or uh, Love by the Sewer Plant. It could be that one of these stories is offensive to those in England. I really don't know. I do know this, that I've written many bestsellers. Prior to my political life, I had written about 18 books in the field of health that were well-received as well. Perhaps they're out of uh, touch with the, the English today. Perhaps my books on vitamins and nutrition are considered a threat to the, to the uh, social order in England. Some would say, Savage, don't be so upset. It's going to help the sales of psychological nudity. Well, okay, great. Go on to michaelsavage.com and buy a copy and send it to a friend in England and tell him to walk around with it proudly. Do me a favor. It's not going to change my lifestyle. What other books have been banned and what other authors have been banned in uh, relatively modern history? I'm in very good company if you want to look at it from that point of view. Did you know that Brave New World by Aldous Huxley was banned in Ireland in 1932? How about Candide by Voltaire, seized by U.S. Customs in 1930? How about Dr. Zhivago by Boris, Boris Pasternak? Dr. Zhivago was banned within the ex-Soviet Union until 1988 because it's criticism of the Bolshevik Party. Now, that's very close to this group in England, isn't it? Did you know that Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift banned in Ireland? Did you know that Orwell's 1984 was banned by the USSR in 1950? Did you know that 1984 was nearly banned by the USA and UK in the early 60s during the Cuban Missile Crisis because it was thought to disturb the social order? How about the Satanic Verses by Rushdie? Did you know that the Sorrows of Young Werther by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, was banned in several European countries. Why? Because the sorrows of young Werther encouraged the suicidal deaths amongst some susceptible individuals. Oh, as well, The Call of the Wild by Jack London, banned in Yugoslavia and Italy. So in that sense, I could say, well, okay, take it with a grain of salt, look at what's coming from. On the other hand, this is a very dangerous thing indeed. This lunatic, Jackie Smith in my opinion, has defamed me, and if possible, I will sue her personally. This is the Savage Nation. How do you feel about England banning Michael Savage? Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that this is a good thing for freedom 
Do you think that this is a good thing for liberalism? Do you think that this is a good thing for America to do? Do you think that I should be banned from the UK for denouncing the acts of terrorism committed and promoted by other individuals on the same unwelcome list? After all, I've denounced them. I've denounced the murderers that they list on that list. But to put me in the same list is astonishing. And what about those who compile this list of people to be banned from England? We were put on that list for our particular beliefs. Is that not correct? Well, by their own definition, shouldn't they be banned from their own country? Well, and by the way, did Reverend Wright make that list? Did Reverend Wright make that list? Is he banned from England? Was the mass murderer Kim Jong-il banned from England? My talk neither tolerates or encourages acts of violence, and yet it has been placed to the same level as those who have committed murder and acts of terrorism, and that shows you just how far England has fallen and fallen and fallen and fallen. And we're going to talk about that today. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please hang up uh, and don't listen to this program. Because if you don't read the web and if you don't know what's going on in the news, uh, you are a person out of touch with reality. Many of my colleagues in the media have reacted with horror, some of whom are liberals. They're astonished, they're offended, they're frightened, they're angered. Not one person from Fox News has mentioned the story, and that is because, like Britain, the world of Fox News has banned Michael Savage a long time ago. That should tell you all you need to know. I'll be right back. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. someone who linked you up with murderers for your opinions you tell me i will i certainly will i spent my entire life uh creating a great reputation amongst millions and millions of americans and i certainly don't want to drag through the mud by this uh, uh home secretary who thinks that i should be linked up with murderers and terrorists Remember this my- is Michael Savage. I'm playing a snippet for you of an interview I did this morning with Sky News in London. Later on, I did a uh, television piece with uh, uh, BBC and then another piece with CNN. And what's interesting to me is that virtually every major network in the world has called me for an interview on this astonishing turn of events, except one, and that's Fox News. And I'll let you decide if they're fair and balanced. How is it that the so-called conservative network, Fox News, is not interested in a story about the banning of a talk show host in the United States of America. (laughs) I am again going to say to Jackie Smith, the so-called Home Secretary of the government of England, that unless you remove my name forthwith, unless you admit you made a mistake, and you send me a letter of apology, I will bring a major libel suit against you personally, and I will win. My attorneys have been in touch with attorneys in your nation, and they say you have committed serious libel. Moreover, I will continue and I will escalate my calls for a travel ban to England and a ban on buying all British goods by my audience of 8 to 10 million listeners. Now, you may say, oh, he's just whistling in the wind. Well, you can say anything you want, but I'm telling you right now that if you keep this up, if you keep smearing my name, If you refuse to admit that you made a mistake, 
England is going to pay for it financially. The Daily Mail online poll came out as of 3 p.m. Pacific time, and it's in, in, in England. It says, should U.S. talk show host Michael Savage be banned from the U.K.? Yes, 21%, no, 79%. So 8 out of 10 Brits say, no, of course he shouldn't be banned. So that means that the smallest minority of people in England who have been hijacked by a government that represents the tiniest, smallest group of extremists in England have hijacked this group of extremists, has elected a government in labor that has hijacked the, the people themselves and put them in prison, the prison of England. The important thing for you to know is that I found out who my friends are and who my friends aren't. Many people say, oh, wow, this guy's enjoying it. He really needed it. I don't need it. In fact, I didn't need it at all. I've been doing very well indeed, and I've been thinking a long time, I think this is only going to make me stay in radio until my name is cleared and until I clear up a few other things. I do not need this publicity. I haven't needed this publicity to achieve what I've achieved. But I found that who my friends are and who they aren't, both in my personal life and in the media. And again, I want to repeat, even CNN sent a film crew out to... Uh, Get my side of the story. Of course, they'll edit it and try to slant it, but I understand that. The only network who is told that they cannot cover it is Fox News. Fair and balanced. I'm going to take your calls right now. In London, Luke, you're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. First of all, I'd like to say that um, what our government's done, the British people, we're not, we don't agree with it. You know, we didn't vote our, our prime minister into office. He was actually, he just came into office because Blair left. So, nice. you know, the British people do not, you know, they, they don't represent our views. And I don't think... You well, well the important thing then is for the British people, the 80% of the people who said, no, I shouldn't be banned, I think you ought to flood the Home Secretary's office and the PM's office and the travel office with letters demanding that she remove my name and send me a letter of apology. I agree with you. And, I, you know, I don't think they'll listen to us because this government is they're not listening. This is why the British people want the Conservatives to be voted in. And the next I hope the Conservatives win. And when they do, I hope that they undo the damage that this government has done to your people and your nation's reputation. And I am hopeful that they will send me a letter of invitation to appear before Parliament and present my points of view. That is what I am hoping for. I agree. And I would say to you also that, I mean, on this list, the people you've been named with are to do with um, other clerics and things like that who, who are banned because they incite um, hatred, terrorism, things like that. The problem here is that our government is so lax on, on that. They just, they're so weak. They say that they stand against terrorism, but... You know, we've had a guy um, who was shot in cold blood on the tube um, who they thought was a terrorist. They found out minutes later that he wasn't a terrorist. They just got the wrong person, the wrong I remember that story. I do remember that. Well, I wish you great luck. Uh, I hope that your country can save itself again. You uh, are very close to uh, what Winston Churchill said just before the Battle of Britain. Only most of the people in England don't know it. Thank you very much for listening. and calling the savage nation this certainly put a damper on my summer travel plans because i was considering going over to england for their famous medical care i guess that's off for now new york city wor jim go ahead please england is not banning your speech you're free to say anything that you want but they don't want any troublemakers in england and they have a right to keep you out as we Wait, have see a right jim hold it jim jim 
Are you able to listen, or you have your opinion made up? Well, I'm are you listening. able? Are you able to listen? I'm listening. Article 19 of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, to which both the United States and the UK are signatories, Article 19.2 says, everyone shall have the right to freedom of expression. The right shall include freedom to seek, receive, and impart information and ideas of all kinds, regardless of frontiers. You understand what that means, of course. Yes. And regardless it just said, wait, it just said regardless of frontiers, did it not? to say anything you want but they don't want you in england jim jim how can i say what i want in england if they won't let me in the country it says regardless of frontiers the object was to was to make certain that people could not be prohibited from coming into the european nations to present their positions country has uh, uh, any country has got the right to keep anybody out no you are wrong about that maybe the nazis had the right to keep people out and maybe you are a nazi i'm sure you are a fascist Although you consider yourself a great liberal. Look in the mirror. You have become the very thing you feared most on the earth. You have become the Nazi. The Muslims. You are the fascist, you schmuck, you. You think you're a great liberal? You are the Nazi fascist. See? See what a liar you are? See? Everyone has the right of freedom of expression. This right shall include freedom to hold opinions and to receive and impart information ideas without interference by public authority and regardless of frontiers. So you see, here is a man who thinks he's an old liberal who is nothing but the man he hated and feared the most. He is his own enemy. He has become his own worst enemy. He's saying, oh, they have a right to keep you out. No, they don't. According to European law, they do not, they do not have the right to keep me out. They do not have the right to keep me out of their nation. I have not committed any acts of terror or of violence. Sure, if I was a murderer or a terrorist, I could see where they would say you're an undesirable. But because they abhor my political positions, meaning, remember, only the radical left socialist labor government has deemed me to be an undesirable. We do not know what the conservative uh, branch of the British government will say. Perhaps one day they will undo this injustice. And perhaps one day I will, I will be invited to England to present my opinions before the House of Commons or the House of Lords or wherever the House is, whatever they call it there. Perhaps one day I will visit England and it will be England once again. But when you see a man, an old cracker like the man who just called, who I'm sure all of his life has been a left-wing socialist, thinking he stands for the common man and the common good, but he hates my positions because I stand opposed to communism, I stand opposed to socialism, I stand opposed to the lack of freedom in such countries, and he gets on the show and says they have a right to ban you. He doesn't understand what he has become. Doesn't understand it at all. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. And I'm writing a book called Banned in the UK, which I will announce very shortly as available for sale. I'm almost finished with it. I've been killing myself this summer to tell my story because I am innocent and they're guilty. And I'm going to tell my story in my own way. I wrote a page uh, over the weekend, August 8th, 2009. I'm going to read it to you. Tell me what you think of it. Preface to Bandon Britain. I've led a somewhat charmed life until now. With a few bumps, I finally hit a stone wall. The old stone walls of monarchic England. Our original oppressive ruler, now quasi-Marxist do-gooders fearing for their lives, 
picking on the innocent to protect the liberty of the guilty. Overrun by the insanity of their own policies of ultra-tolerance, they choose intolerance as a quick defense. The once proud British of Churchill, the victors in the Battle of Britain, where so many flowers of Cambridge and Oxford nobly sacrificed their lives, now reduced to broken flower pots of people ruling Britannia, overrun by people who hate them, hate their race, hate their whiteness. The broken shards of England choose to condemn an American patriot, a man who speaks of borders, of language, of culture. He, he is now the enemy of the shards of England's pride. He is the sum total of all that threatens the island's survival. This free spirit ensnared by the descendants of those bold Norsemen now fallen, their clay feet crumbling, Michael Savage. That's the opening to Bandon Britain. I hope you liked it. Uh, I know you're not going to call to talk about that because you didn't hear about it from the golfer, the wall banger, or the hemorrhoid. But I have an obligation to defend myself, and I will do so right on this show. I will do it every day until I am finally free, free at last. This is the biggest story in the history of the American media. I'll repeat that. My story is the biggest story in the history of the American media, yet it has been covered up. And why do I say it's the biggest story? Because I, a member of the American media, whether you want to accept it or not, I am a member of the American media. I have been banned from a Western democracy for exercising my free speech. So when you hear the protesters around America being called Nazis, fascist, un-American, Ku Klux Klan members, a racist, etc., by all of the illiberal phonies like, well, I don't have to read their names, you know who they are. The entire left-wing cabal now running America like a Stalinist dictatorship. They are now condemning Americans for expressing their freedom of speech. But I, as a member of the American media, have been banned from the not-Soviet Union, not from the ex-Nazi government of Adolf Hitler, but from the socialist friends of Barack Hussein Obama. And that's why I warn you, that socialism is dangerous for children and other living things. Socialism is dangerous for children and other living things. It will crush the life out of you. It will crush the life out of your children. You'll be living not in a black and white movie, but in a still picture. A picture of an America that never existed. An America that was never supposed to exist. It will be a postage stamp of Poland in the 1950s before this fraudulent president of ours gets through with you unless you stop him. It's starting to get to me. I'm overworking. The, the Britain thing is, is uh, working on me, and I don't like what it's doing to me. I may have to take a few weeks off from radio, and I may, in fact, do the last two weeks of August. I need a breather from all of this. But until then, I'm going to give you uh, everything I've got. Uh, as they say, when you bait your hook with your heart, the fish always bite. There's no in-between with me. Either it's a whole show or no show. There's no half show, quarter show, three-quarter show. There's no four-fifths of man with Michael Savage. I, I can't give you the exact number, but on my website alone, the book Psychological Nudity, which is available only on my website in hardcover, let's say it's outsold 99% of authors in the history of American literature. Let's put it to you that way. And whatever that number may be, and remember, it's not in bookstores, it's not on Amazon. Bookstores are fine, Amazon's fine. It was only available on my website. I want to show you the power of this audience and what readers they are. I can make bestsellers of other people on this show, and they know it. So even liberals who detest me come on the show to get their book promoted or their movies promoted, which is okay. Whatever the number may be, okay, people are estimating that 
the book that I'm about to launch called Banned in Britain. And the cover, actually, you can see it on michaelsavage.com. It's me with a piece of tape over my mouth with a big, big bend behind me. I'm not promoting the book at all. I should be. I'm sorry I should be. You should save this, by the way, for when the book's ready, because I'll be out of breath by then. They estimate that this book will sell, outsell the other book two to one, because although psychological nudity is a, is a wonderful 72 stories from the radio of my childhood and whatnot, it wasn't as political as this book is going to be, and it wasn't as important as this book is going to be, because the book banned in Britain is not only about my battle with the fascist labor government of England, the Friends of Obama. This is about the battle for free speech that is occurring throughout the Western countries right now. Because what I have discovered in researching this book is that the reason I was banned in England is because I am an enemy of the New World Order. The New World Order does not want freedom of speech. They want freedom of speech suppressed. In order for the Leninists to take over the entire world, they must suppress free speech. That's why these town hall meetings are blowing up in their faces. The reason that town hall meetings are blowing up in their faces is because the people have had it up to here with Obama, the dictator. And they're letting the, uh, the minions of Obama, the senators and the uh, congressmen going out to pimp for the, for the uh, socialized medicine, uh, know what they think of them. And let me tell you something. America has changed for the better. What's intriguing to me is that you have a city like San Francisco, which has, which has had one riot after another from paid protesters, uh, paid by the Democrat Party, uh, paid protesters from the Communist Party, paid protesters from the unions. One after the other, they've attacked one group after another in this city, and the newspapers thought it was just fine. But the minute a few old people stand up in wheelchairs with sons crippled in wheelchairs from uh, muscular dystrophy, these actual Americans, not the paid stooge protesters of the left Democrat machine, the actual American voices are being called un-American, fascist, Ku Klux Klan. It just shows you who's running America. Shame on you, Nancy Pelosi. You have a white sheet on your soul. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.